He's an icon. He's a legend. He's Mr. Guardian Angel. He's out. Uh, he's actually joked before that he would like to see me take a full-time gig in acting, move out to Hollywood so we could have the morning show back, which is not going to happen. He doesn't realize he's actually better off being on the show with me than if he hosted it. But that's fine. But Hollywood Hall of Fame with all those trendoids, freakasoids, jet setters. Yeah. You'd be out there in a heartbeat. You should be in the Hollywood Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Is, I, has I, there I, been a movie made about you yet? Like a real one? A real one? No, actually, not a, a real one. Was there a cable one? Was there like a, a documentary? Yeah, We're Fighting Back was a made-for-TV movie. Well, what is it called? We're Fighting Back. We're Fighting Back. And who portrayed you? Uh, actually, the fighter in um, in one of the greatest movies of all time featuring Jake LaMotta. Not De Niro. Uh, not De Niro. It was in Raging Bull, though. In Raging Bull. No kidding. One of the fighters. Uh, Irish kid. Irish kid. Uh, got knocked down. Uh, eventually played my role. Was he, he good? Well, he ended up becoming a soda jerk at a um, candy store, 24-hour candy store on Avenue A in St. Mark's, where I was living at the time. I wouldn't go in because he's embarrassed. But you pointed out, most actors, actresses, and everybody else in the business, they're not working all the time. They're not making a lot of money. No. And sometimes... Like 99%. Right. You like, could have had a great role, and then you're a person of no consequence. So when I heard he was a soda jerk behind the counter, I didn't want to go in and embarrass him because his entire career was destroyed when he played my role. Is that right? Yes. Why? It, it, it wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, he wasn't very good. Or, or was it that people didn't like you? Or, or, no, well, I'm serious. you know, a lot of people don't like me. No, I know. But, for example, um, I just literally shot a movie a month ago. And it was a low budget, so it didn't uh, didn't affect the the strike at the time. But Armand Desante was there, and uh, he's become a good friend of mine. He's in Gravesend too with me, and I thought his portrayal of John Gotti was amazing. He played Gotti, and John Forsythe played uh, Sammy Gavano. But uh, people didn't like it because you know Gotti is not everybody's cup well, of tea. Only, I love John Gotti. That, not only that, I'm listening to Frank Morano, that Mama Luke, the other side of me. Oh, he had Victoria Gotti exactly. on today. It made it's me her nauseous. Birthday. Happy it made birthday, Victoria me Gotti. nauseous. Why? One time she gro- she rolls up in a silver bench. This is when she had black hair, not the peroxide queen that she became. She get I'm at, I'm at the New Park Pizzeria. I'm outside. I'm having slices with the Guardian Angels, right? <laughs> Worse than any salty semen dropping the F-bomb on me. The guys across the street at the World's Gym at that time, Gold's Gym, they come out, the muscle heads, were squaring off in the middle across Maple Boy. She gets back in the car and drives away. She sets it off and then just leaves. Well... She's Victoria Gotti, the daughter you're talking about, not of John's course wife. Not, well, the, oh, my God, the wife. By the way... All the Gotti kids are Jews. I they don't that. want to admit it because the mother's Jewish. Keep denying it. Your birth <laughs> from a woman who's a Jew, that makes you a Jew. I agree with And you. be proud of it. You could name all your kids Frankie and Jake Vinny Lamada. and Anthony, but Jake the Jews. Jake is a Jew. I know that. William DeMeo is a Jew. Now, I'm a Jew because of my name, but that's a whole other yeah, story. You wanted to be reversed. I until, did. Until October 7th. October 7th. Right. Now I don't want anymore. Now, now you, don't want, you don't want to be a supreme cuisine with the, the necklace and all the crucifixes. Well, I, I, not in real life. I mean, you know, Danny A is going to come on at 930 this morning, and we're going to be back shooting movies and no, shooting no, TV you mean, shows. You, you mean Roy DeMeo? Roy DeMeo, that's right. By the way, are you aware that Roy DeMeo whacked Louis Epolito's Uncle and cousin. 
Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned Louis Eppolito because the one movie I did with Danny, of course, Inside Man, the true story about the Gemini Lounge in Brooklyn, which was a terrific movie, and a lot of folks did a great job. He did certainly Lucy Hale, Emile Hirschbo, everybody. But he is talking now about making a new movie yeah, about the mob cops. Exactly. Because the one failing of... Uh what do they call the new movie? I mean, come on. What's the new name of the movie? The Gemini should Inside be Gemini. Man. Okay. Inside Man. You were Dracula behind the, behind the counter there serving the bar. The bar, yes. Right? Right. And you also the cook. Uh, you didn't even make eggplant in those No, scenes. I did not. No. You had no eggplant no. in the movie. That's true. So the point is you need diversity. So you better let Danny A. know that just like in Goodfellas, who did you have there? Stack, Samuel L. Jackson, right? You have to have diversity. That was a great scene when uh, Pesci playing Tommy shot him and killed him. Yeah. And making coffee, but you'll you, be late for your own funeral. Like, poor Stacks, he parked the car in the wrong place. You need diversity now. What are you saying? So we need a black actor? Exactly. Look, do you know any great black actors? Absolutely. Louis Eppolito and Stephen Caracappa. Uh, let's set the scene should be the 67 precinct right on Bath Avenue. Okay. And the house mouse, uh, the desk sergeant, should be none other than what he was for 22 years, your friend Eric Adams, who's soon to go to jail. <laughs> Listen to him in his Turkish movie debut. This guy did protest for SAG-AFTRA, remember, for Fran Jersha, along with AOC, all out crazy. He's got the cred. He could be the death sergeant in this new movie about Louis Eppolito and Stephen Karakapa. You guys are from Turkey. Brooklyn loves Turkey. Brooklyn is the Istanbul of America. We love your food. We love your music. But I don't understand Turkish. We can take a selfie, though. Yeah, but when Louis Eppolito and Stephen Caracappa, by the way, Stephen Caracappa was called the stick. Uh, he was you really know who, skinny, right? Yeah, but you know who the stick was. Think uh, about it. George Michael. No. The Yankees. Don't no, tell me. They Gene called him Michael. Stick Michael. Gene Michael. Oh, uh, oh Gene Michael, right. Uh, George Michael. Hey, he right. Wasn't he in the bathroom there in uh, Beverly Hills? And, Fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're talking about, though, Gene Michael? Yeah, Gene Michael's a stick, remember? He would always grab his crutch. Yes, yes. I don't understand. He'd get into the batting box. He'd always be grabbing his three-piece set. Like that he had always the itch. happened, yes. Like he had. He should have put Desinex in there. He had the jacket. <laughs> but anyway, so Louis Eppolito's uncle and cousin gets whacked by Roy DeMeo. And you know what his answer is? This is the business that we have chosen. What? And when he was a 12-year-old kid, Louis Eppolito, his dad owned a gin mill. He started bringing the envelopes out to the wise guys. He grew up in East Flatbush there. He was in uh, Nino Gaggi's crew, you know, making his bones. So when your own family members get whacked, you know they're hardcore. In fact, I met him on the stage of Nine Broadcast Plaza, remember, with Richard Bay. He was promoting his book at the time, 1992. I'll never forget it. because that's, that's, that's when they, caucus, That's right. right. That's yeah. when they tried to whack me. Yeah. The story of an honest cop whose family was in the mob. And his grandfather was a Gambino guy. His father was a Gambino guy. So he's sitting on the stage with his mother, who's all dressed in black. She had just been a widow. And he's defending me because the whole audience is filled with the Gambino guys from Howard Beach. They're doing the throat slit. I'm saying, lock them all up. These degenerate, geriatric, espresso-sipping, psychotic killers of organized crime. <laughs> so Louis goes to the crowd. He, he just doesn't know. Curtis is a good guy with the guardian angel. Curtis, why don't you come to 18th Avenue? 
My mother makes the best meatballs and spaghetti. You come on a Sunday afternoon, we could discuss our differences. And I knew that if I showed up for those meatballs and spaghetti, you'd be like stacks. I would have been the ninth murder victim <laughs> of uh, Epolito and Caracas. That's funny. Well, you did mention, uh, that's a great story. You did mention the mayor, Eric Adams, in his acting debut in Turkey. Can, can, I, can I give, I never praise him. Yeah. Noam Laden did a five-minute riff on that excuse of a press conference yesterday, I want to nominate it for a Marconi Well, let's Ward. go right to it. Now that you mentioned it, the mayor did talk for the first time since the FBI raid at Brianna Suggs' apartment or house in Brooklyn. I've got two cuts. I'm going to play them both. Then you can continue to By talk the way, about the before mayor. Before you play the cuts, a lot of dry mouth. The guy was drinking a lot of water up there, which you'll always know if you look at a person's body so language. saying he was nervous. Oh, man, this guy was having a panic attack. All right, well, let's start with this one. First, he explains why he spent so much time in Turkey, where Curtis just played that great piece of him acting. Eric Adams, why in Turkey so much? Cut number nine. Turkey, as well as any other country, uh, I want to attract people to the city. All right, so he wants to attract the Turkish people to New York Oh, yeah, we, we run into a lot of Turkish tourists here. Fine. Times Square, let's hold up a Turkish flag. If anybody's here from Turkey, I'll give you $1,000. Come on. You accept that, Sid? No, he tore him up. No, I did a magnificent did. job. Uh, here's one more here. Uh, actually, uh, one more, that's all. Here he talks about Brianna's songs, and he knows Brianna followed all the rules. Cut number 10. She's going to get through this uh, because she followed the rules. She was very clear on what I stated. We must always follow the rules. We must always follow the rules. Yeah, like we believe that politicians following the well, rules. He Any said, politicians. He, well, he also said that he knew that his campaign would be scrutinized very heavily. So he really, really made sure he followed the rules. You're telling me that's not possible? 